Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about passion and how to kill a programmer's passion. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, how, what kills a programmer's passion? And this is a good question. Uh, it's a ton of stuff. Different people are, of course, different. And you have different things that drive you. But I can tell you about the most common thing that happens that kills a programmer's passion. And the easiest way to answer that is, uh, I think I've made, a, I, this is an, now going to basically be a remake of a few other things that I've made, but the short answer is systematic degradation of the, of the project that you're working on. In other words, what I mean is that it's, uh, it's the broken window principle or the broken window problem. And the basics of that problem is that if you have a building with a bunch of windows and you break one window, that's still the perception of that building is still that it's a good building. It's just that it has one broken window. But if you leave that for long enough, then there's going to be a second and a third and a fourth broken window. And at some point, you're going to have so many broken windows that the perceived value of this building is very low for people. And people are going to feel emotionally bad about it. It's going to be perceived as a bad, bad thing, right? And that's exactly what happens with legacy code. That's, exact, that's exactly what happens with uh, programmers who emotionally distance themselves from a project that they feel are, is no longer supported or at least not very well maintained. And this happens quite often. It's very common that people lose this interest. And as a company, you have to work really hard in order for this to not happen. And the worst part is that it's the fucking programmer. I, I know it's not the programmer's fault, but it's very tire. It's a very tiresome problem that we get to this situation because it's there is an overlapping issue here. And I'm going to be honest. Maybe it's me getting to realize new things about my profession because I remember when I was more like a fairly junior, still fairly, fairly like very junior. And I remember how upset I got with my, the, well, the process of delivering software. Not uh, the coding was super fun, and it was super fun to get a chance to really indulge myself and really make really good implementations and like go for quality. But the thing that I learned very quickly was that that was almost impossible in the business world. Now, I used to be quite upset and not really understand that uh, understand how business people could be so focused on things like they didn't care all that much about the software. They didn't care about good practices and quality and like all of this stuff for the most part. They just want to ship things. They want things to produce some type of value. And as I said, like when I was junior, this seemed very weird to me. It felt like I was kind of, I felt like this, well, I'm not going to say artist, but I felt like this creative person who never got heard. And I felt like I, I, I kind of blamed, in a way, the, the way that people perceived the stuff that I did as the problem. Like I, I looked at these non-technical people and I felt that, yeah, the, the problem is that they don't understand how, this, how, how, it, how things work and 
they, they're not educated in, in software development, so they don't understand this. And it's my job to make sure that I always adhere to best practices and stuff like that, because they're not gonna. And I suppose that I realized that the this mindset that you're gonna just write good code all the time and you're gonna adhere to these best practices, it's, it's so naive. It's just so, so, so naive because you're in this dynamic moving environment and this whole thing about being passionate. I mean, it's great that you're passionate, but is it really the business's fault if you kill a programmer's passion? This is the question that I'm asking because Think about it this way. So you, you have developers who are ideally experienced. They're ideally good at what they do. Now, our job is to write functional, well-supported, and easy to maintain software. That's our job. All of these different tools and trends and practices and all the stuff that we invent in order to achieve that goal is in favor of us just reaching that reaching that mark. That's what that's the whole purpose of all of this. Now, sometimes I feel like there is absolutely you can absolutely point the finger and say that oh business didn't give us enough information or they changed their minds or something like that, right? But Blaming the business for causing the situation where you don't care about the project anymore because you're always forced to hack it together feels a little bit weird, in a sense. I feel like I can't, I can't with a good conscience say that, oh, it's just on them. Because the thing is that this is the nature of business. I mean, if you're a salesperson or anything else like that, you, you, you know that it's very hard for you to have a completely generic structure to something or having something work absolutely flawless every time. It's a very dynamic field. I mean, the marketplace is a moving entity. It's always moving. And you're always going to be presented with new information as long as, long as you're working right. And as developers, I mean, as anyone who's building anything, we kind of have to know that about the industry that we are working in. That's the thing that I feel. I feel like there's so many develop like it's, uh, it's like we we pretend like it's not, uh, uh, how do I put this? It's like we pretend that we're not responsible for knowing our, our own industry. It's like we pretend like this, this whole legacy system type of deal and that all of this happens because there are the, all these ad hoc decisions that are being made. But most of these we are in control of. Because remember, business does not care how you build the thing. They don't. They have absolutely no preference, most of the time anyway, they have no preference in how you build something. So that's up to you. So if you're the one who's using all of these fancy techniques or you make the wrong assumptions regarding the situation that you find yourself in, then you are technically the one who is responsible for this issue. It's like a doctor blaming their patient for not giving them a good enough uh, description of what their health issue is. You're the doctor. You're the person who needs to run the tests. You're the person who needs to know better than the patient. That's what your job is. So if you have a legacy system with all these problems and then you just point your finger and say that, hey, this is business, our company, they don't care about good software. Well, how did you get to a situation where you have shitty software in the first place? That's the thing I want to capture here. 
that's the thing that I that, that's the thing I cannot in my I, I can only see software developing to a really crappy situation like this if there's a mutual uh, there, there's some there's a mutual naivety if you will or a mutual situation mutual it's there's a mutual responsibility for this happening because remember the if you if the business i mean the the problem is what the problem is so if you need to ship something by tomorrow then you need really need to hack it together but that's not something that the business side of the company is always going to be in control of. I mean, they, we need to cater to the customer and the customer is paying your salary. So you as the software developer, you need to be equally responsible for making sure that your code is in a state where it can accommodate these quick changes within the environment. And that's the thing that I think is getting lost sometimes. A lot of people lose their passion because of this exact thing. Like they feel like they're forced to make all these ugly implementations and then they're never allowed to fix it and so forth and so forth. But I feel like that's, it's, uh, it's such a, it, it feels like almost a little bit childish in a sense. I feel like what we should be doing should be doing is to uh, to ex to embrace that fact that you're always going to be forced into a situation at some point where you're going to have to hack things together and being a really good software developer in maintaining your passion in in this uh, in in this situation i th i personally believe comes down to your ability to foresee these sorts of problems so that when you're actually implementing things you don't actually tie yourself down to things that might slow down an implementation or force yourself to make these sorts of compromises without without being fairly happy with them because the thing is i do truly believe that it is absolutely possible to write good not perfect but good code regardless of deadline and situation pretty much it all comes down to how well you structure the system you can absolutely get to a, to a position where this is not feasible but i don't believe that that is because the business is unreasonable i believe that that has to do with technical decisions that you and your co-workers have made ahead of time and then the question then the real question emerges is it really feasible to blame someone uh, the business who have absolutely no technical understanding for the state of the code base i feel like it's more the uh, us programmers who are responsible for making sure that the code doesn't fall to shit because the business that, that i mean they have no ability to do this so I feel like uh, there is a mutual responsibility, but it's more our responsibility that it doesn't happen. So basically what I want you to take away from this is that the easiest way to kill a programmer's passion is to force them to work in a code base where the code is really ugly or they feel like they're not empowered to fix things or make, the, make their work processes nicer, nicer or something like that. But at the same time, indulging a programmer in this area is also one of the main contributors for them to create this situation. It, it's uh, it's like they're like they they most uh, quite a lot of programmers they create this situation themselves. It's such a it's such a vicious cycle that you want the responsibility. It's like a kid. It's like a small child yelling and asking to have to be allowed to do more adult things. And whenever you give them the chance to do more adult things, they fuck it up anyway. But they get even like, and I, I just don't know how to solve this problem. I'm guessing that we need, 
more mature programmers in IT just in general. And I don't really know how to solve this one, I'm sorry. But I do really feel that this problem with passion is, is a, it's, this, it's, a, it's the outcome of a much deeper problem. And I don't know how to solve that problem. Have a great day.